You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. Happy Monday. If you are listening on Monday, I cannot believe that we are already in August. By the time you're listening to this, we, I mean, we're going to be in the second week of August. Depending on when you're listening to it, maybe August is even already over. It's, I I really, I feel like I say this all the time. I feel like everybody says, says this all the time about how quickly time goes. But I feel like especially this year and June, July, May, June, July, I felt like those months just really, really flew by. And I mean, especially the past like three weeks for me, I'm in the process of kind of undergoing a lot of revamps in my business. And that's something I'm actually going to be talking about in this season. (coughs) Excuse me. I also have a wet cough. I've been sending, I was sending voice notes to my team and I was like, I'm so sorry that I I sound like one of those, like the, the kid cough. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're either going to get it or you're not going to get it. I feel like kids just have that wet cough (laughs) where you're like, okay, can you please go away from me right now? I have that cough. I am the child with the wet cough right now. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on, if it's allergies or what the situation is, but I've had it for like four or five days. I also just got an air purifier for our bedroom, which I think is helping helping with it. I was waking up with a really sore throat for a while and I feel like it might have had to do with the air quality in our room, especially because Teddy sleeps in there and especially right now he's shedding his he's shedding like crazy because it's so hot outside. And no matter how much I vacuum, I know that that's just like getting into the air. So I feel like the air purifier is helping a lot, which is good. But yeah, can't believe how fast this year has flown by. I'm actually really excited because I love fall and winter. And we're so close. We're so close to fall. Our summer here, I mean, it hasn't been terrible, but some days have been quite brutal. It's also really humid where I live. And I'm just very over it. I'm over it pretty much every summer. I I just don't function well in incredibly hot climates, which is hilarious considering I live in one, but it does get quite cold here in the winter and our fall is really nice. So I cannot wait to have bonfires and to be able to dress in hoodies and sweatshirts and be cozy. And yeah, so freaking excited for that. But anyway, that's not what this episode is about. This episode is about being cringy. Oh man, specifically about getting over the cringe of posting online, starting a business, starting to become a creator. There may be so many different ventures that you are thinking about exploring or going into whenever you're listening to this, or maybe you have already started those ventures and you are still getting the ick about yourself. (laughs) And it's so funny because I think that 
99% of people go through this, you know, whenever they're starting to post online, whether that is showing up on their stories or posting pictures of themselves on Instagram or starting a TikTok. I, you know, I've coached over, I mean, I've coached thousands and thousands of people and a handful of those people were confident with showing up on video and were like, oh yeah, I'm not worried about that at all. The rest of everyone were like, oh God, this is, this is so embarrassing. This is so cringy. I feel so self-conscious about myself. And it's a really interesting situation because you, you stop feeling that way after a certain point for the most part. Um, whenever I first started posting on Instagram, you may have kind of heard about my lead up to that. But before I started my business, I had a private Instagram account. I wasn't on social media a lot. Even on my private Instagram, I rarely posted. I mean, a couple, I'm talking like once a year, a couple pictures a year. And I would not have been caught dead talking on my Instagram stories. Uh, truly, I, I don't know what you would have had to pay me to make me do that. So naturally, whenever I discovered the world of the online business space and I started seeing other business owners who were virtual assistants or social media managers and I saw them, their presence on social media and the fact that they were posting pictures of themselves, posting videos of themselves, showing up on their stories, talking to their camera, it was hard because obviously I wanted to do this so badly. I wanted to start my business so badly, but whenever I started seeing the the social media presence that other business owners had and the fact that that was something that helped them become so successful, it started to feel like this cloud hanging over me or in the back of my head. And honestly, was one of the biggest reasons that it took me so long to get started was that fear of having to put myself out there, having to show up online. What were people going to think of me? What was I going to think of myself? Was I going to be able to deal with the embarrassment and the, the cringe internally that I was feeling surrounding that? But for me, I eventually got to this point where the desire to reach my goals and to completely change my life and accomplish all of these things that I saw other people accomplishing outweighed my fear of showing up online so much in a way that I had to take action and push myself through that fear. And something else that I really started to think about and that I've thought about a lot recently is why was I feeling that embarrassment? Why did I think that showing up online was something that was so cringy? Because I didn't think that about other people. And you've probably experienced this as well, especially, you know, whether you have just whether you grew up watching YouTube videos or whether you have your favorite influencers that you watch on TikTok or, you know, you are watching other business owners, maybe you're watching my social media presence. I doubt that you're sitting there looking at these people thinking this is cringy that they're showing up and putting themselves out there in this way. You're sitting there thinking this is amazing and I I want to be like that. I want to embody that. And this is another interesting concept because most of the time, whenever you are looking at someone else, looking up to them, admiring them, you know, being in awe of their accomplishments, and some would even say envying them, most of the time you're feeling that way because you want, you see yourself in them. You see qualities that you have deep down in that person that you're looking at, thinking all of those things about. And I just want to say that if you are experiencing those fears or are kind of 
incapacitated by the thought of having to show up online, having to talk on your stories, having to, you know, post photos of yourself and things like that in order to have a successful business. I want you to know that you are very much so not alone in that. This is a very common experience that most business owners go through. And honestly, most of the business owners that you look up to who in your head, you're thinking, this must have come so naturally to this person. This person is so well-spoken. They show up so confidently. They seem to have no issue with putting themselves out there. The only reason they're showing up that way, of course, some people naturally do just embody those qualities, but most of the time, the reason they're showing up that way is because they have exercised the muscle of showing up, of putting themselves out there, and naturally, they've gotten better and better and better at it. But at one point, they were exactly where you are right now and looking at someone else thinking the exact same things that you are. I'm going to start off this... (laughs) Kind of before I get to, let me just say, before I get to, you know, some tips that I have to help you overcome that fear and, uh, you know, getting, get over the cringiness that you're probably feeling about showing up, I want to tell you a little story. <laughs> so, obviously, through the years, I mean, you know, I started my virtual assistant business on Instagram, solely on Instagram. And I was very embarrassed for my friends and family to see this, excluding like my dad. Wasn't embarrassed about that, but I was very embarrassed for them to see what I was doing, to see the fact that I was starting something new. And a lot of times that's where our fear comes from is the fact that we are starting something new. Because if you already had a successful business, if you already had 100,000 followers, even 5,000 followers, you probably would care significantly less. But I was really afraid of them seeing me try something new. In my head, I had this thought of, you know, what if I fail? What if it doesn't go the way that I'm expecting it to go? And really failure is just, you know, a concept that we've created. And there is no failing in your business unless you actively decide to just stop trying. But of course, all of those those thoughts ran through my head. And in fact, I even blocked a lot of people from being able to view my story, which I had no shame in doing that. <laughs> but as I started making TikTok videos and those started to really blow up and I you know, got 20,000 followers and then 50,000 and 100,000, 500,000 and now over 900,000, there's really only so much damage control you can do with that, right? As far as who is seeing your content. And I started to notice over the years that, you know, I would occasionally look at who had viewed my stories or um, I would see who was following me on TikTok, things like that. And I would, I was noticing that all of these people that I had not seen or heard from, or, you know, in fact, maybe even that I knew didn't even like me were consistently watching my content which is a very, very interesting situation to be in because you don't know exactly what's going through their head. And on your end, you're like, why is this person, why does this person care about what I'm doing? And it was so funny because a lot of these people who were watching my content weren't even following me. Like they would watch my stories nearly every single day and they weren't even following me. And this still happens all the time. And at this point, it's just hilarious to me. But I had a situation happen, this literally happened last night. And so perfect timing. I am so glad that I waited to record this until today because I'm I'm going to share this story and I think it is very very funny and a reflection of 
or kind of some insight into the brain of someone who is actually, you know, judging you or is thinking you're cringy or thinking that, you know, showing up online is embarrassing, whatever the situation may be. And, you know, I'm going to talk more about that because that's usually what we're afraid of, right? We're afraid of that judgment. We're afraid of what other people are going to think. And I hope that this kind of gives you something to think about in terms of why you should not be worried about other people's thoughts whatsoever. So, you know, clearly I have my business TikTok that I'm sure many of you may be listening to this podcast because of that you probably found me through there. But then I also have a home account that I have you know, been trying to build up and it's grown quite significantly. I've kind of taken a pause on it right at the moment just because I'm so busy doing things in my business right now and and I'm in in a weird phase with overhauling things. But regardless, I've been trying to grow that and I've talked on my podcast before about how scary that was for me starting something new. It threw me back into feeling like I was a beginner virtual assistant all over again. Like I was just going through the same process despite how much my confidence has grown, which was a really interesting feeling. But regardless, I was on that account yesterday and I haven't gone on it in a few days because I've been so busy and focusing on making content for my business TikTok. And I saw a comment from someone who basically was, you know, talking about how I scam people and, you know, all of that money can't buy you taste and... (laughs) which I've gotten my fair share of hateful comments. I mean, I have gotten comments that are absolutely mind-blowing to me that that thought would even cross people, like truly, truly wild comments in the past. And so I've learned to brush them off and to really realize that that person is ultimately just unhappy with where they were because really anyone who takes the time to leave hateful comments is an unhappy person generally. So I saw this comment and initially I was like, oh boy, you know, this just another hate comment. But then I realized that it was that the label on their profile said from your contacts, <laughs> which, you know, I have my contacts synced on TikTok. And so it was showing me that this is somebody that I actually know, right? Which oftentimes I assume it's somebody that I know, but this was just blatantly right there. There was no questioning. This was somebody that I knew for sure. And uh, for me, immediately, I was like giddy with happiness, to be honest, because I love like investigating these things and trying to figure out the mystery of who someone is or, you know, whatever. That is just one of my favorite pastimes to do. So I was like, okay, well, here we go. New challenge for me. So I start digging into this. I'm not even going to explain like how I got <laughs> how I got to the outcome of this, but it took me about I would say 10 minutes to narrow down who some options of who this person for sure could be. And this person was clearly trying to make this a fake profile. In fact, in their bio it says this is a fake profile, don't even bother. It took about 10 minutes to figure out like three options of who this could be. Um, Shortly after that, I figured out exactly who it was. I 100% know who this person is. And guess who it was? It's a friend of an ex of mine that lives in a completely different state from me that I have barely had any interaction with ever, even when I was with this ex. (laughs) 
And this is just so funny to me. Naturally, I, of course, replied commenting and using this person's real name because this is so embarrassing for you that you're doing this right now and that you're still thinking about me, of all people, years later. Do you have anything better to do? But this was just a really nice reminder of the fact that People will go so far out of their way to say something to you, whether it's nasty or hateful, or even if they're just internally thinking it and not externally verbalizing it, people will go so far out of their way to say those things to you and to judge you to try to make themselves feel a little bit better about what their life looks like or, you know, what inner turmoil they're experiencing with their own mindset and with their own unhappiness internally. And... The takeaway here and what I am taking away from this experience, what I want you to take away from what I'm saying and why I'm relaying that situation, aside from the fact that it's just a funny story, but the takeaway is that whenever people are looking at you and viewing you doing something, going after your dreams, showing up online, trying to start a business, trying to build an audience, they're usually going to think two, one of two things. They're either going to think, this is amazing. I really look up to this person and I admire them for putting themselves out there. Or they're going to think, this is so embarrassing. This is so cringy. I can't believe they're trying to do this. It's never going to work. They're going to fail. And what you have to remember about that is what somebody else thinks of you. And whenever someone else judges you, oftentimes they're judging the parts of you that they cannot accept within themselves. They usually are judging you because they wish that they were doing exactly what you're doing. They wish that they were brave enough to put themselves out there. They wish that they could push past that fear of showing up and trying something new and going through the ups and downs and potentially having people seeing that. They wish so badly that they could do what you're doing, but they aren't doing that. So instead of reflecting and moving forward with their own self-growth, they turn that on you and judge you or say hateful things to you because they don't know how to cope otherwise. And it's really unfortunate, but the person who is actually successful in their business and who has pushed through that fear and has grown their confidence and is actually working on being a better person will look at you starting out as someone who is new to creating content or starting a business and be so proud of you, even if they don't know you. They're going to be proud and think, this is amazing. I'm so happy that this person is putting themselves out there and trying something new instead of just throwing their hands up and accepting where they're at in their life, even though, even though they know that they were meant for more than that. And that's the thing that you have to remember is that the person or the people who actually care about you and love you and want success for you and for you to do well in life are never going to look down on you for trying something new or going after what you want. They're going to be proud of you and try to uplift you through that experience. Okay, with all of that being said, I do want to shift into some tips that I have for you to help you overcome being embarrassed about starting to post online. Um, The first one that I have is to really start to do some self-reflection. So get deep about why you think it's embarrassing. Why do you think that it's cringy to post online? For me, you know, a lot of that came down to the fact that I definitely show up a little bit differently online than I do in real life. And by that, I don't mean that I'm, you know, putting on this fake personality or that I am, you know, 
being a different person. But obviously, whenever you're around your friends, your family, they see a different version of yourself than you know, maybe the general public is going to see or a stranger that you're meeting is going to see. And we often think, well, if I'm not being, you know, exactly 100% who I am whenever I show up or exactly how I am around my friends and family, then they're going to think that I'm weird or they're going to think that I'm being fake. And that's really not the truth at all. I've kind of come to realize that I embody different versions and different attributes of myself in different situations. And that doesn't mean that I'm faking something, but there are scenarios where my energy is going to be a little bit different or, you know, my presence in general is going to be different when I'm showing up in that specific scenario. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. But, you know, a lot of this self-talk that we have is very negative when it comes to starting something new, the fear of failure, the embarrassment that we have about posting online. So you really have to learn to start reflecting and looking deep at, okay, why is this embarrassing for me? Why does this feel weird to me? Why do I sometimes look at other people and think that what they're doing is cringy? And then challenge that talk, that negative self-talk that you're giving to yourself. And this is something you can implement in, you know, every single aspect of your business or content creation or your life in general, but start to challenge those thoughts that you have and reframe them, you know, instead of people are going to, you know, people are going to think this is so embarrassing that I'm starting something new how can you reframe that? Can you reframe that to, okay, I understand that that's my initial thought, but in reality, I think there's going to be so many people who are um, inspired by the fact that I'm brave enough to try something new. And I know that I have value to offer. And eventually my people are going to find that in me. I'm going to develop an audience or I'm going to, you know, book clients who are inspired by me and who I can really bring a lot of value to their business or to just their their day-to-day life. And I oftentimes think about it in this way, you know, you never know where you're going to be in six months, a year, five years. And over th- if I had not made the decision over three years ago to start my business, not only would I have missed out on so opportun- so many opportunities, but I would have missed out on being able to bring so many things to other people's life. And whenever I say that, I don't mean to sound, you know, like I'm bragging or full of myself or whatever. I don't even need to really add that caveat. But because of my business that I've built, I've been able to help my family financially. I've been able to spend more time with my family and friends. I've been able to... Um, help so many people get out of terrible situations and start a business that they love. I've been able to help stay-at-home parents be able to make income while also spending as much time as they want with their kids. And I feel like that's an amazing, all of those are amazing gifts to be able to give people, to give to other people. And I'm so proud of that. And I would have never been able to do that had I not gotten over the fear of posting a freaking Instagram story of me talking to the camera. Um, And it's the same for you. Well, actually, before I go into that, also for myself, there's so many things for myself that I've been able to build, you know, more time for my mental health, the fact that I can actually even afford therapy now, which I never could before, more time to focus on myself, to develop new hobbies, to learn. All of those things are things that I felt like got put on the back burner before whenever whenever I was just working and working and working all day every day in you know my nine to five job or actually like a seven to six job 
And it's the same for you. You have to think about what amazing things am I going to be able to bring to other people's lives? What value am I going to be able to bring? Will I be able to create generational wealth? Will I be able to spend more time on my mental health? Those are all things that you can cultivate by pushing through that initial fear of being cringy. The next thing is the fact that this is a temporary pain. It's a very, very temporary pain. You know, that discomfort that you're feeling whenever you're initially starting to make content or post on your business Instagram, you get better and better at it truly every single time that you post. And if you're posting very frequently, obviously it's different for everyone, but I would say that I got over that that fear and that discomfort within around a month and a half to two months. And within six months, I didn't even think of it. It wasn't even a thought that I had in my mind. I just showed up. My confidence was clearly so much higher. You could hear it in my voice and just my energy that I had on camera. So please remember that that's such a blip in your timeline and you are going to be able to, you know, reach a day very quickly where you're suddenly like, wow, I don't even think about the the fact that I'm posting anymore. This is suddenly not embarrassing to me. So remember that it's a temporary pain for a very, very long-term gain. The next thing is building a community around you of other people who are trying to do the same thing as you. Because whenever you don't have that, you know, if you don't have any family, if you don't have any friends who are kind of going after a similar venture or have already done that and have grown that, then you're going to really struggle a lot when you're experiencing those ups and lows that come with starting a new business or starting to create content, trying to become an influencer, whatever it is that that is your goal. You're going to struggle a lot more if you don't have people who are walking through that same experience with you or who have walked through it in the past. And that is why we emphasize the Digital Creatives Academy community so much because it is a complete game changer being surrounded by the energy of people who are trying to do what you do and who understand it like no one else is. Because even if your family and friends are you know, supportive of you, that's a great thing to have. A lot of people don't have that. But even if they are, if they're not going through the same experience, then they're not really going to fully understand the ups and downs that come with being something like a business owner. So reaching out, starting to cultivate that community, um, you know, seeing if a friend maybe wants to do it with you. I've had so many friends who have, you know, started um, to venture into this space after I did. And it's been so cool to be able to help them through that and to support them through it. So start to build a community. There are so many people on Instagram who are doing the same thing. There's so many Facebook groups for people who are trying to start a business or grow a following. Um, And that's going to be massively, massively helpful for you whenever, because of course, you know, we've all heard the silent majority, loud minority. Whenever you get those comments, those one-off comments, or, you know, people are being rude, or you have the occasional person who is judging you, that's going to impact you a lot more than the hundreds of people that actually are supporting you and who are admiring what you're doing. So you need to have a strong community of people to be able to rely on in those moments. The next one is very simple, and I mentioned this earlier. You can always block people. (laughs) Like, I think that people feel like this is a very um, intense social slight towards someone, and 
that may be true in some scenarios, but when it comes to something like this, first off, if you're blocking someone fully, then was that someone that you even care about what their opinion is? I mean, really, do you need to feel guilty about that? But for example, in a scenario like mine, where I was, you know, blocking even some of my closest, like my best friends from my story, once I unblocked them, I just kind of made a joke of it. Like, yeah, initially I, I didn't let you guys see my story because honestly I was self-conscious about it and I hadn't really grown my confidence. And honestly, your self-trust and your self-confidence is very shaky whenever you are first starting something like a new business or starting to create content. Even if naturally you're a confident person, you're still going to experience those bouts of not feeling confident in yourself because of the fact that you're entering a completely new experience. So in order to protect your own mindset, your mental health, and your sanity overall, you have to kind of protect that bubble for yourself and keep yourself in a bit of a bubble, whether that means restricting what people that you know are able to see on your social media, whether that means limiting your conversations that you're having with people around you about this new thing that you're starting, at least until you are standing on solid ground and you feel more confident in what you're pursuing. The next thing is to try your best to think logically. I know that this is difficult because sometimes our our emotions outweigh our, you know, what we know to be true, but try to kind of recenter yourself when you are feeling those, those feelings come up of fear and of embarrassment. Think about everyone that you watch on TikTok or YouTube or on Instagram and how you are just observing them. You're not thinking, sitting there thinking this is so embarrassing that they're doing this. And remember that the majority of people who are in turn going to be watching you doing the same thing are going to be thinking the same thing. In fact, they're probably going to be thinking not much of anything at all whenever they see it. Or if they are thinking something, it's probably going to be, oh, that's cool. This is interesting. But we often tend to think that people care way more than they actually do. And I mean that in the best way possible. But most of the time, people are so concerned and consumed with what's going on in their own life that they don't have time to be sitting there judging you for posting a few things on your Instagram story. Um, lastly is to try to embody the person that you want to be. I talked before about how often whenever you are looking at other people and admiring what they're doing, their confidence, the way that they show up, it's because you have those qualities in yourself. And there's going to be so many different versions of yourself that you come into throughout owning a business or, you know, growing your confidence in this way. And I think it's really important. This is something that I often do even now in my business is to make decisions based off of, you know, my most successful self. What would the version of myself who has achieved X, Y, and Z do in this situation? How would they be showing up every single day? How would they be acting towards other people? How would they be talking? How would their energy show up in their content? That's something that I often try to have to recenter myself with, especially when I am starting to self-doubt or feeling a little bit rocky about things like that. And I think that that's really important to do, especially especially in the beginning, it may be hard for you to envision that, but really try to sit and envision that person. You know, who could you be six, from, six months from now when you have built this business and you're completely booked out with clients and you've quit your nine to five job and you're traveling all over and you are, you know, just opening yourself up to all of these opportunities, making more money than you ever have. How would that person 
show up on social media, on their stories, on TikTok, and really try to try your best to embody that. It may feel a little bit unnatural. It may feel a little bit uncomfortable, but over time, that's getting you closer to actually becoming that version of yourself. I know that it's difficult. I have been through it firsthand and I distinctly remember those feelings. I mean, I go back now and watch my initial, like in my archives on Instagram or even in some of my old TikTok videos, I go back and watch that. And it's a very weird, almost out of body experience because I feel like I'm watching a different person. And really I am. I mean, I am a different person than I was, you know, in the, in that time. And it's, it's amazing to go back and watch that and see how much I've grown. I mean, you truly can hear it in my voice. I've reposted some of my older stories on my story now before in the past, and I get that feeling. I get a tight feeling in my chest almost whenever I watch it because I feel like it kind of like transports me back to that time and when I was feeling so insecure and unsure of what I was doing and what I was saying. And I'm really proud of myself that I stuck with it and pushed through that and kind of um, made myself go outside of my comfort zone in order to achieve everything that I have today. And I know that you will also be so proud of yourself if you push yourself to do that because the possibilities that can come from that are so, so worth it in the long run. All right. Well, that's it. I mean, we had our first episode, our opening episode of season six last week, but I would consider this to be the first official episode since we're actually talking about a topic here and I'm not just rambling on about all of the the situations happening in my life. But yeah, I hope that, you know, you take away some key points from this and you're feeling a little bit more confident and bold to go out there and start something new, start showing up. And I hope another takeaway from this is to not go and leave comments on people's TikToks on burner accounts because it's almost always possible to find who you are. <laughs> And if anyone can do it, it's me. So don't mess with me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you could leave a review, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you're able to leave a review as well as some feedback if you'd enjoy doing that. It really helps to, you know, see that, to see the feedback. If you want to message me on Instagram about topics that you want to hear on the podcast, I always love hearing about that. But Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at the Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? <laughs> talk to you next time.